What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Man I Want to Be podcast. My name is Keaton, and I am your host, and I am joined today by Pops. Pops, say hello. 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 We are recording over the internet using a, a website called clearcast.io because I am in Massachusetts, and Pops is in uh, Lakewood, Colorado still, where I grew up, and very thankful for technology that allows us to do these episodes uh, it's been a while since Pops has been on, and I called him the other day. And I was like, "We need to do an episode soon." So, Pops, glad to have you here. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm sorry uh, we're not in the same room. Oh, me too. Believe me, me too. Um, so, wanted to catch up, see what's going on in your life, answer some questions about what's going on in my life, um, and then I asked Pops to come with three pieces of advice that he would give people in their. Uh, early to mid twenties. So of our audience, about 80% of the people who listen are between the ages of 23 and 30. Uh, I told pops, I was like, you and Mark Talvitti bring us up uh, with the over 60. But for the most part, we have young men who are single. And I can tell that by the, which episodes are the most popular. They're always the dating ones. Um, and so I asked pops, Hey, if you could give Looking back on 40 years, if you could give three pieces of advice for this current era and how to become a better man, what would it be? So we'll get to that in a little bit. But um, because we are now long distance, there's stuff to catch up on, um, stuff that like we try to talk once a week, but stuff I'd love to know about dad and he'd love to know about me. And um, mm -hmm. Pops, you asked me about Noah before we hit record. Um, and so I'll, I'll tell you about her, but I also want you to maybe give me some advice here on parenting. Uh, Noah is really good. She's learning a lot of words and her sign language is going really, really well. Um, but she no longer listens when we say no. Um, actually she just, she completely ignores us. It's like, we're not even in the room. She'll do something she knows she's not supposed to do. We'll be like, Noah, stop. Noah, don't. Noah, come here. Noah, no. And mm. she just will ignore us. Yes. <clears throat> Is that normal? It's normal. Uh, frustrating. It's very it's, normal. it's very frustrating. Well, okay. So you there's may just have nothing to take you can do about things to the next level. Hmm? Well, you took her bank away the other day. Or like what? And and what was her response? We did tank. We did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you got, you got her. Oh, she threw a temper tantrum. <laughs> like a temper tantrum so, of temper tantrums. Somehow. That's true. Yep. You guys got to figure out how to keep her attention. But I mean, so she is. What's the yeah. date? The 19th. So she's getting no. ready to be 18, uh, something, no, 19 months. No. How old is that? 18 months. No. Uh, 18 months. She, yes. uh, is that right? It can't be right. 17 months. She's yeah. about to be 17 months. Um, because yeah, you know, February sometimes, will be 18 months. Yeah. Um, little, just a, a small, quick slap on the back of the hand. Nothing more, nothing more than that. What? 
Mm-hmm. We do that, and mm-hmm. she laughs yeah. at shells. <laughs> do you remember when I laughed at mom as a kid? Well, little Noah does that to shells. Well, I guess, I mean, you so could funny. try like what we do with dogs and cats <laughs> with, a squirt, with a squirt gun or a squirt bottle. <laughs> squirt gun. So, there, there are, I'll, I'll talk to I don't Chelsea know if they're still like, available hey, or not, but there can we just, like, an spray bottle of books that, that we had that your mom yeah. bought and read very faithfully. And they were what your child was going through each month of their life. And uh, well, this was oh. I mean, well, yeah, it'd be the okay. first year, and then um, it'd be the next. Is I think we have that month, for the first the book months. that you're talking about each, for the first each year. Of life is a whole book. I need it, and it's just fascinating how what they're going through right now and, and how they're changing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Right. Yeah, we might have to go pick that up. I think I know what brand book series you're talking about because um, they're kind of well, old. We had another 10 been around for a snow. while. Yeah. So, so we'll have to we get have that. Officially um, had snow on the what's happening out there in Denver, Colorado? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. Which is wild. Mm. Wow. It hasn't melted. No. So, yeah, so we, uh, I keep telling people here because we have had a very mild winter. The sun has been out. It hasn't really snowed at all. Mm-hmm. And it, when it did snow the other day, the next day it was 50 degrees and the snow melted. And I keep telling people, I'm like, this is what a Denver winter is like. It will snow. It's pretty. And then it melts. And where everybody's like, you get your sunshine. Whereas like in New England, it's normally like it snows and it stays for three or four months. And, um, the, yeah, like, I feel like I've getting to experience at least part of home. Well, <laughs> you um, know, uh, and we're being, actually like, are, being taken care of more snow tomorrow. And then Sunday I wasn't ready for a harsh winter. And what's weird is these are wet snows. Typically, these are dry snows for us, and real easy to wow. shovel. But these have been real. This is dumping on you guys. That's really interesting. Yeah. Where is my? my uh huh. It's like fifty. A little bit. That's so interesting. Hey, why is my my? Uh, it's like do it. Do you hear that feedback? A little bit. I wonder why it's doing that. Um, huh. Well, we just finished so up weird. the stock show. Um, we didn't. How, anything else we fun happening in Denver? Um, I mean, no, not really. Uh, I mean, it's, we're at that boring stage in life, son, where mm. I get up and go to mm. work and we come home. <clears throat> and usually, you know, this week your mom was in no. calls out almost every night. And so. Yeah, uh, we did. We actually moved your mom into the office downstairs, <laughs> and I think she's liking that a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, for her uh, business. Yeah, yeah, I think she does. Cause 
uh-huh. into my old office. Yeah, which which is funny because yeah. I put in you know, the really? flooring and repainted everything okay. before we left okay. for Missouri. At, you know, into your old office. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So you know, I like this bamboo flooring though. It's really comfortable. It's right. Yeah. So you were you're getting it ready for mom um, when she came back. Yeah. Yes, he was. That was exciting to listen to. Yeah, he and Crystal. Hey, hey, well, got to give a shout out to Dylan because Dylan was just on the Dave Ramsey show. He was did his debt free scream. Yeah. No. So my brother Dylan, he's done an episode here before. Him and his his wife were diligent in paying off of their debt and they paid off what was it, it was 56,000 i believe 68,000 excuse me they paid off $68,000 in a little over two and a half years um and they hustled i mean like crystal had a second job they would drive for um doordash they would doordash uh did everything they could to pay off their debt and they finally did it and so Six to eight thousand dollars in two and a half years. You figure that's probably like thirty grand a year for two years. That's a chunk of change that they did. You uh, really give. So you I don't even know if Dylan listens to this anymore. But big shout out to you. If you're in debt, pay it off. Pounds. Like me and Chelsea, we're doing the same thing. We're like throwing a lot of money at debt. And it, it actually feels good. Yeah. 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 And like we were amped because we paid off quite a chunk last year and uh now we're like we want to pay off more but we also have to we have to purchase a car uh because our family's growing we got a baby on the way and i don't know if i've said that on the podcast yet so welcome listeners we've got a baby we have a baby on the way (laughs) we got a baby boy on the way and uh else like we have these we have two two-door cars we have a jeep wrangler and this Both other little of this. thing and, and chelsea cannot get the car, noah in the back seat anymore uh belly's too big so we're we are scrambling to go buy a car uh huh yeah both their belly yeah noah's got a big belly uh, so we're like, we call, we called the guy who's looking for a car for us today. And we're like, all right, we got to go fast. And he's like, give me yeah, a week I or mean, two. We, we had a station like, well, wagon. Instead of throwing some money at that, we're having to buy a, a mom car. But, <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, if you didn't have to sit in the back and face uh, backwards. Yeah. But, well, the, the only thing bad about that was the, the station. Wa- I remember. I love that car. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid, it was great. Every bump you'd get tighter. That's true. I mean, it was, but that wasn't too bad. <laughs> you know, they did. They did tighten, and they wouldn't. Yeah, they did not, and there was no release. There's nothing, not a thing. Uh, but uh, so yeah, told the listeners. We moved out here just a few months ago. It kind of feels like we've been here for a year. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's only been about this three months. Uh, just a little over three months. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Well, what do you sorry. mean? For, so we moved, I guess we moved at the beginning, what, like October like 10th? Or for longer. 
So, so to November to December, yeah, that's three months. Well, to Chelsea's now. Yeah, it's only been three months. It feels like, but I mean, it feels like four. It feels like it's been a year. Yeah, yeah, um, and we're closer to family right now. Like Chelsea's family, my wife. Yeah, my wife's family. Um, and it's the first time I've really moved away from home because there's like college, but I'd still like come home frequently. And it's it's a weird, weird thing. Um, like I love my job. It's really cool that we're close to her sister and in-laws and um, with her family. That's like all that's like cool. The, the job I have is really good. Uh, but I also, I feel like I'm a foreigner. I feel like I'm <laughs> not in the right place almost. Um, I had to talk to my buddy, Oren. I had to ask him like, okay, when does it, does it ever feel like it, you're at home or do you just kind of always feel like you're on a long vacation? And, you know, it's funny because we're currently living with my in-laws and Chels feels really at home because she grew up in this house <laughs> and um yes that's a whole other <clears throat> thing but uh it's just kind of weird and that you and mom did that transition uh to missouri and then you came back uh, to colorado but you had committed to, you knew you were going for I two don't, years you know, i do not understand folks that yeah. move every two to three years but like transition moving uprooting your life i mean i i i um, guess i you can, did you can hear how hard it is but until you do it i was in third grade we moved quite a bit. there's nothing like it um whereas your mom never i mean she was born and raised in stafford kansas so <clears throat> but we've been like, in this yeah. house since 94 i don't know how they do it we were in our other house eight years so um mm -hmm. Yeah, we we you know we've been talking about what we want to do once I decide yeah. to give it up, give work up, and you know everybody mm -hmm. talks about oh I'm going to get an RV and travel and stuff. But mm -hmm. your mom and I are such homebodies that you know we talk about we we talk about it, but then the you know reality hits that um, mm -hmm. she was she had a a client or a friend I think it was a friend. Yeah. <clears throat> They they spend yeah. over a thousand dollars. I forget now what I think they they travel in their RV a lot, and it was some. I think it was like a thousand dollars a month just in park fees. Yeah, I mean, that's that's like a house payment or a rent payment, and then there's the maintenance on the RV that you got to do and. Mm -hmm. That just doesn't sound appealing to me anymore. You know, maybe small Oof. trips, and so we'll probably oh. what we'll probably end up doing is just renting something, and we'll that way we can rent yeah. different things. Like, I miss our conversion van. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Conversion vans yeah, are awesome. We, so we, well, uh, we, you know, Dylan, yeah, it's one I of those things like some other traveling around. It sounds like Wednesday good in sunset. my mind. Little restaurant over here. I, and we were talking about, I don't think um, that's, that's not for me. That's for a special kind of person. 
working, for, you know, what we do, what uh, people do for business, but you, guys how, you know, some people oh, travel, you know, like truckers and stuff. We had a, we had a guy at Lakewood, a church who, uh, yeah. he was gone three weeks out of every month internationally. And I can only imagine what that would do to your body. All those different time zone changes and the food, right. you know, water, all of those things just, yeah. Oof. I couldn't hear. I like being home too much. Yeah. The, the... Uh huh. Well, and like, how do you have a family? Denver is wearing me out. Like, that sounds difficult. I still I enjoy what I do. Me. I couldn't do uh, that. But, you know, my no, boss no, is two years older than yeah. I am. Uh, I but you, you still have a couple of years left until you retire, right? If he gives it up, I'll give it up. Is that the goal? Or are you, are you kind of like, yeah. So <clears throat> we'll just see. We have a yeah. we have a meeting tomorrow morning. Yeah. It's supposed to be a safety meeting. It'll be interesting to see what it really is. Right. Well, we actually are having right, people moving right. out. Yeah. Even though they're still, even people though they're love... still building, people are moving. Are we actually have a, you know, there's only like a thousand person difference between yeah. people moving here and people leaving. Yeah, people love Denver. It's gotten real crowded over there. Yeah, is it all the natives? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but it's like for young people, it's the it's We're the number one spot in, in the, the nation for young people for if you have a bachelor's owners. degree. It's super weird. Like we have the most Denver. I can't say we Denver. anymore. I'm out here. Denver has the most bachelor's degree per capita than anywhere in the country because yeah. people graduate college and move to Denver. Yeah, we might as well just throw these things that I got to say here out the door and just, guys, go get a dog. That's right. Everybody, get yourself a dog. For Yeah, for, forget about being responsible. Get yourself a dog, and he can be your friend. Yeah. Go get a dog. <laughs> Don't get a dog. Get a job. Um, all right, Pop. Three pieces of advice. Here, I want to kind of frame this. So uh, in a, in one way, we live in a very unique period of history because technology changes so fast. You're a, a, you have a lot of information available all the time, probably too much information available, um, which historically speaking was not normal. It was not normal to have a 24-7 news cycle and have stuff updated to your mind all the time. It wasn't normal for you to have access to the entire world through a smartphone. Any answer, any question you would answer, or any question you'd have, you could get an answer for instantly. Um, so we live in that sense. We live. It feels like in a very unique time. Um, for America, it feels kind of like culture might be for the first time really shaking, uh, but that's not true. It's been kind of shaky for uh, forever. Um, I was actually, I have a book of Abraham Lincoln speeches and in 1835, he gave a speech about how the whole country was like shaking and he wasn't sure if it was going to like stay stable. 
So that's kind of always been going on. Uh, so it feels like it's unique in some regards, but also uh, yes. this is just how the world is. Uh, human nature has not changed. Um, the way people interact, just because we have technology, doesn't mean how they interact has really changed. There's still a lot of hostility for people. So in a lot of senses, the way the world is, is kind of fixed. Uh, would you agree? First one. Yeah, it's fixed because like human nature is Let fixed. me preface. Um, it's, you know. So one of the things so that are going this on advice, in I'm sure, is going to resonate with some America, people. But three things in Europe, I think, uh, you would tell people in their early twenties. You can just give me the first but one. But we have an identity crisis. Mm -hmm. um, girls want to be boys. Boys want to be okay. girls. Doctors saying, "Yeah, we can fix you." Um, you know, and you think about um, your sex mm. being assigned at birth. Yeah. What a weird mm. concept. Yep. Because, you know, in my seventh grade biology class, we learned that the sperm dictates mm. the sex the moment the two join, the sperm and the egg join. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. think about little Ben, ben and Aya in Chelsea's uterus. You just found out he's a boy, you know, right after Christmas, but he had already been a boy for the previous three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, forget, yeah, that's and true. And so I to think that. that we can change all of this with surgery and hormones and pills and or just because we want to really mm -hmm makes me think we have a tower of mm -hmm. Babel mentality. Yeah. And so, and we see that, I mean, right. that was the culmination of what happened in the garden when Adam and Eve, specifically Adam decided, you know, not to do his step up and do his job. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and yes, they yes, decided Adam and Eve decided through deception of, of Satan, that God's law didn't matter. And all we did, all, you know, in 11 chapter, actually less than that, from chapter 3 to chapter mm, 11, mm, actually there. from chapter 3 to chapter 6, we see how fast culture disintegrated. It just spiraled and spiraled and spiraled and spiraled downhill until where God had to, take it away. So what we have yeah. now is an identity crisis. And a lot of that actually started back in the late sixties with, uh, no fault divorce. When, you know, even my folks oh, divorced quick. in 75, they had to yeah. show just cause yeah. why they're going to dissolve their marriage. <clears throat> you know, my buddies at school, I was, there was probably only maybe four of us, you know, that yep. hung around together that were from broken homes. Everybody else had a mom and a dad. I mean, that was, mm -hmm. that was, that was my norm. <clears throat> Fast forward as no fault divorce took place or just yep. caught on across the nation. Of course, it started in California in 69 when Ronald Reagan was the governor. And he said that was the worst mistake of his life was signing that bill. Um, but it's, wow. it's, and so that was the break, beginning of the breakdown of the family and gave rise to the feminist movement. 
and then we saw the war on men and and boys in the 80s and 90s mm. um so wow and now and you know then that's where the phrase came from a uh, woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle mm -hmm. so it there's no and then mm -hmm. you know so you figure like in in my scout mm -hmm. troop we're colin and dylan were my scout troop mm -hmm. there was colin and dylan and ethan i can't remember ethan's last name now anyway those three boys had two parent homes yeah the other nine yeah. the other nine heard it from single parent homes <clears throat> yeah and that was yeah 2006 to 2011. so and it's just gotten worse uh you know out of out of wedlock births because mm -hmm. people want to it. do what they want to do and so the first piece of advice wow. that i would give young Sheesh. men <clears throat> you have a choice in life guys you have a will to obey and you're going to obey either yeah. god or yourself yeah mm -hmm. and so or yourself right. Yeah, I mean, your God is the guy you shave with in the mirror every morning or every other morning or every third month or whatever it is you shave. But that is your God because you want to you want to do what you want to do. <clears throat> and mm. Oh, that one's good. Okay. Either God or yourself, not someone else, yourself. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That is uh, a moment to pause there real quick. Cause that, that needs to settle. Mm -hmm. Like, cause mm -hmm. it'd be easy to be like, you could, I thought you were going to say you can obey God or you could obey Satan. Um, and Satan doesn't have that much power. He's just a tempter. He's a little liar. <laughs> Um, but in the lie that he gets people with is you get, you could, you'll be like God, which is like the, the thing that human beings have struggled with for all of history. And if you take, if you do an honest assessment, you're like, mm -hmm. oh yeah. Andy Stanley has this thing he used to say, he's like, you have been a part of every bad decision you've ever made. That's right. <laughs> so that like, is, oh, that yeah, is the first thing you, you got to figure that out for yourself. So there's an element of of self-responsibility. You know, it's sort of like to, what to I told you. Like, am I doing what I know, think with, is best or am I looking your, to um, a source that's more powerful than me? Namely, that is God. What did I tell you? You got to find. Um, um, wow. That you get to choose. 23. Do you, do you obey God? Find out what kind of man you want to be. That's good. You have no direction. Yeah. That's right. So, so that is that will to obey. You've got to have direction. So you're going to go either to God or you're going to go keep following what you've been doing, mm -hmm. thinking it's going to change. And we don't have, I mean, yeah. yeah, we yeah. can change. We can get the self-help books. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you started that conversation with like, you couldn't get married right now. Um, you have no direction. But we run out of energy. I cut that out most of the time. In about 20 minutes. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of like weed killer. Yeah.
So that is the first thing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if the self-help books actually work because they keep making them. They need a new one every year. Yeah. Like that one didn't work. I need something else. Hmm. That's good. Uh, you said there were some other things that you had said culturally and historically, um, that I just wanted to make a comment on because we've talked about some of that stuff on this podcast. Um, I guarantee if you haven't liked and subscribed uh, to this podcast, you probably won't even be notified or be aware that this podcast is up is uploaded. Um, I have noticed that there, I'll mention certain words and those podcasts only get the amount of listens that as our subscribers, it's like a, it's like a, mm -hmm. it's an unbelievable drop. Um, it's super weird. Like, thanks a lot, Spotify. Um, yeah. But some of the things we've talked about, like how we got here has a historical precedent. Like it has a path of, of decisions that were made that um, got us to where we are. Um, just like you are in the place that you are today because of the decisions you made. We culturally and in society, we are in a, are the place that we are because of the decisions that have been made before us. This is why it's good to study history. Like how did we get here? What were the mistakes that they made? Like, mm -hmm. what, what were they thinking at the time? The way you understand how we got here so you don't have to live that out or you can make it an educated uh, change. You can make an educated attempt to make something different. Um, but, and also right now, we're at a place where we lack so much courage. Be, and I think this actually comes down to who you're going to decide to obey. Um, we lack we well, we lack so much courage right now. Not only that it, does it happen I bet, in I bet humans, but it every single one the of the people life. here listening, I, maybe not all, but I bet most of the people listening are <laughs> uncomfortable even when you said in, that in sex is defined or designed. You still have male and female decided before birth. <clears throat> and they, I bet some people got uncomfortable. They're like, "Oh, you can't say that." It's kind of like, it's like God that is the most basic thing about on, reality on, on day five, and we don't even have the courage to say it. <clears throat> What happens ever yeah it's obvious yeah well yeah yeah and, and... yeah yeah and that yeah. is where yeah, he did he, these he young didn't men know. who don't have fathers um, are at a disadvantage like that's what's been taken from I mean, a lot you of think young about men. the they conversations don't have, the courage to say that we have that's, the privilege of having now when what? you guys not are true. in your 20s and early state, 30s. We don't have the courage to state the obvious. <clears throat> you know, we and I do wait, think that comes down to, to a little bit of who you, are you obeying? To where we can are you have trying these to protect your own conversations ego? Without or are you trying to speak what like is true? Dad? <clears throat> and, you know, now I get to be friend. And this mm. it's a whole lot more fun this way. Yeah. I I feel for, for fathers and for young men, your age and younger, who don't have this, who don't get to have this relationship. Yeah. I didn't have it with my dad, you know, as we've talked about, <clears throat> you know, fortunately I found somebody yeah. in my life, you know, Jack Young, among other, among other men from church, yeah. from church guys from church mm -hmm. that <clears throat> were willing to speak into the life of a 16 year old man, young, mm -hmm. young man who was just lost. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I was, I was at, yeah, I was able to receive it, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it, it works both ways, but guys, if, if you don't have yes. someone, find someone who's 10, 15, 20 years older than you are and go up in there and say, you know what? I am really failing at life. I need help. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm so. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. And find somebody you admire and want to be like, um, that's also close to you mm-hmm. and willing to challenge you. I actually, so on my phone, I have a list of reminders that I, I've labeled Proverbs. Yeah. And I added one the other day. Um, and it says, before there was Pops, there was Jack Young. And that's my little reminder to be like, because I talk about you all the time to like people who who didn't, don't have fathers or just, and I talk about mom. I talk about, but I always tell them like, I wouldn't have my dad if I didn't have, if there was no, if Jack Young wasn't there. And so if you are f- currently, if you're fatherless or if your That's dad's right. not absent, or you don't have a good relationship and you, it's, you're not going to be able to reconcile or whatever, just know like the man that you choose mm-hmm. to imitate at your church, who, you know, he's going to affect your kids. Well, before and I say that, you know, one of my favorite pictures of, the, your, of, of your posterity Noah and the generations the after you and, and after and you. And so that relationship has a lot more yeah, weight when, than when just she's like reaching your out personal fulfillment. It's just such it's a sweet, change sweet picture. Number um, two, so do it is for your work children to and do. your grandchildren. Now, like this, just this just do it more than just your job. All right, what's point number two? But it is your job. Oh yeah, you know you you got to have a job to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. You cannot you know yeah. move Amen. out of your parents' basement, <clears throat> get a job. Mm-hmm. But in this job. You are mm. honoring God by the way you do your job. Mm, mm, and mm. you that is that's gotta be your headspace. Yes. That's gotta be the 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 mm-hmm. reason that you have that job is to glorify God and to be a blessing to your clients. If you have clients, definitely a blessing to those in management and the owners of the company, mm. to the people that you you know that you oversee every day, if you oversee those people. Yes. Hundred percent. You wake up every morning and you say, "God, help me to be a blessing to these people," and just name them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. So Ethan Lang, uh, not the Ethan that's been on the mm-hmm. podcast, my other friend, Ethan, uh, he used to tell me all the time, like nothing ruins. Uh, how did he say it? Nothing sends a worse right. message about God than people who are incompetent yeah. in their you're work. You're getting paid for 40 hours, give him 43. And his whole thing is like, like, if you're not, if you are like, if you're acting like you don't know what you're doing or you don't even try, what message are you sending? 
you know, like he's like, you, if you want to, if you're a Christian, you need to do everything with excellence, mm-hmm. like work really hard. Well, be and also excellent. be willing be a to workaholic to, just to tell, but like, you know, be when, excellent. When someone comes up and says, man, you're working hard. I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Be honest and say, like, you know what? Go above I appreciate and beyond. You, be the but most I'm knowledgeable person at your workplace, even if it's a coffee shop a or a retail store. Yeah, or, hopefully not like, fire you, be but excellent uh, because that those character yeah, traits what does carry that mean? And that's a great conversation starter. You know, you know, Literally Paul, everything how else. many times did Paul say in, in his letters <clears throat> um, to work for God, it, mm-hmm. do everything in the name of Christ, treat and, you know, think about others more yeah. than yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Philippians 2. Yeah. You know, like, on our mats. Yeah. Yeah. The breakfast mats that we had. Uh-huh. It was on the back side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Yes. That's one of my favorite passages. Mm-hmm. Philippians 2. Well, we, we forced it into your brain. It was? <laughs> what, Matt? Subterfuge. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> it, but, well, but... I live by that. It's verse. amazing what the I'm subconscious like, takes I, in. on my on my little personal constitution thing that I have. One of the questions I ask is, "Did you look out for your interest or other people's interest mm-hmm. today?" I like I live by that verse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I wow, more like osmosis. I didn't even know it happened. Yeah, and what really helps? I've been so this year. Yeah, um, so I, good. I got that's a true. different Bible plan. That's why I, I encourage people to um, passively listen to the Bible app. Um, that one story that points Even if you're not Jesus. paying attention, it's in there somewhere. And it has and the video. Before you know it, you're like, oh, wait, I recognize project. this and I can talk about it. And, and it's a very powerful tool guys. to like understand scripture. It's just they to passively so, listen to it. So knowledgeable, you know, and uh, what, a, what a gift to the church. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. They're a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a Bible. I've done this every year for five years, and I hope this doesn't sound like pretentious or anything, but every January, I would try to read the Bible in 30 days. And... Mm-hmm just to like get the overarching arc. I'm not trying to pull everything out of it. Um, but this year I feel like it's become familiar enough that I am able to actually see a lot of the smaller details and how they apply other places. Um, and part of the reason I'm saying that we talk about scripture, um, take, take your Bible reading seriously. Like if you feel far from God, if you feel like you have no power, if you feel like you don't have an identity or you, you're not doing excellent. I promise you read that book, um, read that library of, of goodness and it will change your life. Like take it seriously. Don't like, don't do five, 15 minutes in the morning, do 30, read a large chunk, read it twice. I promise 
read different didn't versions. Else to do, so I, I promise you, it's sowing seed into your soul that but out of, bears fruit out that of you, the King James. you won't even That was my first desert experience. Um, and I, Pops, when and he I was like, that. well, you're 18 when you were first read the Bible three so times So I would challenge year. guys, you know, we're talking about scripture and stuff. Seven. You were seven. Okay, well. Work to do, but. So you read your Bible. Oh. Next time you take a road trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that, you didn't have anything else to do. radio off. Don't put in a CD. Think about yeah, scripture you were lonely. and tie as many scriptures together as you can yeah. as you're going down the road. That wow. is such a fun yeah. exercise. And then yeah. you work out, you know, yeah. you work out a devotional talk or, or a Lord's Supper talk from those or, you know, just. It's amazing how that. Mm-hmm. Again, and that, you know, we all have times during our days at work where we need to just stop. You know, take take yes three or four minutes stop yes and recall a scripture yeah absolutely and get get your mind back <clears throat> you know if you had a bad conversation with mm-hmm. your boss say a prayer for him you know um, he's your boss yeah so yeah he, you know there are times bosses are jerks there are times you're a jerk you know but we are called to treat others yeah. We're, we are called to treat others yeah. better than, than we treat yeah. other, than ourselves. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You didn't do a wisdom Wednesday yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's an Ecclesi- <laughs> that's an Ecclesiastes. Well, and you're going to church. Sure going but to that we'll say to pray. If you read Proverbs, yeah. So and you listen to Wisdom day, Wednesday, so. you will get better at your job. I promise you. I know. I I meant to explain that at the beginning of this podcast, and I forgot to. Um, it's a very <laughs> hectic time in our in our life. But I love getting the notes because we're about to launch small groups, which is what I'm in charge of. So, so um, this third one so though, actually like crazy ties right now. into and school started one again. of your podcasts that you did on um, every day. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, I we are we're all doing we're doing prayer and fasting this name. this month. So, advocate. I just didn't get around to it. So, I started strong with two and is <laughs> a woman to love. It's all right, guys. Oh, a yeah. woman will make yeah. you a man. You know, I remember you telling Dylan uh, you know, before you guys left. You think you're you think you're selfish. Wait, till Abigail. You get married, then you find out how selfish you are. Abigail, when you my most listened child, to podcast. You find out how really selfish you are. Women make mm. men become men. <clears throat> and and you know you hear these you know you hear guys. That's so saying, true. Um, marry the right person. Be the right person. Uh, there is a line in the movie, um, The Ultimate Gift. Do you remember watching that when I would make you guys watch that movie? That's so good. That's so true. <laughs> that there's a line in there where the where the young um, um, trust fund baby is talking to his grandfather's lawyer, mm-hmm. and uh, there it is the lawyer's house, and he, he yes. sees the lawyer and his and his wife who's now dead. 
And the lawyer asked the mm-hmm. young man, I says, is there a young lady in your life? And he says, yep. sure do. And mm-hmm. the lawyer looks at him and says, be the man she deserves. So, so powerful. And, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> that does not mean that life with another person is going mm-hmm. to be easy, especially when you get, when you get married young, you know, say you're mm-hmm. 24, 25 or even younger, you get to grow old together. You get to go through all of that stuff, but you're doing That's it so, together. Yes. Mm. <clears throat> That's so good. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Amen. That's so good. I'm re- yeah. I'm remembering a proverb. What you said you, know, you but become I find a man it when you get married. You know, you That's that so true. Verse, but then there's, there's, but there's that proverb that says, "A good wife the is the crown of her husband." So yeah, you do want to be. Which means a husband, a man, can't be a king you until he's married. You know, I don't know what Abraham and Sarah's life. Yeah, you don't have. The, so you don't have. You have but a shade me up of the authority that you have when you're single that you do when you're married. I'm not having a son at seventy-five. I, I just think that's fun. Abraham, go sleep with Hagar. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets Yes. And then he gets she gets mad at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. that's right. but you know that was that was prophesied yeah. about women back right after the garden. You know, you'll yeah. want to to to. But you don't want that kind of husband, woman. But he must be the head. Uh huh. Which is of course really she did. Difficult. That's a, to but that's a marriage tip that get to Ephesians young men may not appreciate. Both husband women and don't actually want to bully you around, and if you Christ, let them, they get mad at you for it. To each other, and so yeah, there are you know you both have to submit your will to Christ. Yeah. In order to come yeah. together as a husband and wife. Mhm. Mhm. That's right. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. 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 That's right. And Jesus did also say yeah, so one you shall of the, not one lord of the your authority over another person. So even if you have 30, it, almost you don't get to lord it over your wife. We were, you are there to serve. Uh, I think we were to make, still in look out for we her interests, to love and cherish yet. her, so to nourish her. Yeah, that's why that's why you become a man is because we you realize you can't live something. for yourself and have someone <clears> serve you. You are there to. If you're the head, you have the most responsibility. The most responsibility. Like it's it's. It's funny now, but man, that was the ultimate stupid. <laughs> but and I'm glad I remember it, um, because it has kept me from saying many other stupid things. 
<laughs> How many nights on the couch was that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. It sure was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You might know this, Pops. Maybe our listeners, I don't know if they would know this, but uh, so it says in Genesis that a woman is, I'll make a helper suitable for him. Mm. And that word helper um, in Hebrew, it literally means um, opposite and against. Um, is that is it opposite and against? It's something well, and you against. Think about Basically, so, you need what yeah, she has. This, this sort of cracks um, me up. It's what it means. And there, that word is stuff. only used one <clears throat> other time think about, in the scripture. You think about that's Chelsea. when David says that the Lord is my helper. Everything that Chelsea has as a woman so, was in you. When God made women, he didn't make an inferior God being. He made someone when he created, more like him. When he created Eve, he took all of that stuff out. <clears throat> I'm glad he did. I don't think we could handle it. <clears throat> yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's probably true. She <laughs> abigailed me this, this week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It didn't feel good, but um, yeah, it never feels good when they do it. But I, two days later, I was very thankful. Oh, it was part of my like part of our prayer and fasting thing that we're doing, and I was you ready do. to just. Be, I think know, I'm we good. Gotta take it in humility. And she was like, "Are you going <clears> to <throat> give up on your commitments that easily?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah because oh. we are ref we are a re like, reflection of her just, of her just, wisdom." It, it was the right. I was very thankful that she did it, and I'm still yeah. thankful that she did it. Listen but at the time, her. I was like, "Who are you to tell me what to do?" Yeah, especially about us. It's like, like that's what you need. That challenge. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. She's after your best interest. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Listen to her. She she knows stuff that you don't know. Yeah. Uh, so that's a that's a really good list. Um, your identity. You got to figure out your identity by figuring out right. who are you going to obey. Uh, Self-expressed, self-decided identity is a futile one. It's a lot of pressure. It's very hard to maintain. Uh, Christianity is actually the only identity that's received and not created or earned, by the way. Um, but you get to decide. Who am I going to obey? Are you going to be a follower of Jesus or a follower of you? And to that, I would ask if you're a follower of you, yeah. how's that working out for you? Um, there was a pastor I was underneath several years ago. And the first time I heard her speak, um, well, she wasn't the pastor. She was the ministry leader. Um, first time I heard her speak, mm -hmm. she asked that question about living for yourself. She's like, how's that working out for you? And I was sitting in the back and I was like, not well. It's like crying. <laughs> so decide who you're going to obey. 
find a good work to do and do it well. And then even if you're not in a the, your ideal job, do your job well. I've done an episode on that. Um, it's amazing how much more you will love your job. So what I like about this list. <clears throat> will it fix all the problems? No, but it'll make Jesus it more enjoyable. All of those. Uh, no matter what it is. And you probably will, you, I not probably, you won't be in this job he, he forever. But if you work really, really hard, if you give yourself to it, that's the only way to yeah. get the job you actually want. <clears throat> they're, they're, they're not, they're not lazy. Scripture. And then find a woman but, to yeah, love. His will was to obey. The will was God's will to obey. Mm. You know, not my will, but yours. The work was to, man, mm. to die on the cross. You know, to clarify, he was not married. So, right after you and Chelsea got married, he has the church. <clears throat> I had the privilege of doing. There, the Lord's you know, there's some people in, that think Jesus was married. Uh, the ne the yeah. next Sunday, no. the, <clears throat> and so I was talking about no. a dowry. You know what a husband, mm. what the husband does, yeah. gives to the father of the bride yeah. as a dowry, and I I said Jesus. Mm -hmm told God, I don't have anything except myself. Mm -hmm. I am willing to die for her. Yeah. And uh -huh. he, I mean, he continually just mm -hmm. blesses the church, his bride. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's so good. Yeah. This yeah. has been fun. It sure does. Thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks for so good. thanking of me for this. Uh, that's you know, awesome. And again, it, that, guys, that sparked this a is, thought that disappeared very this quickly. Is a, so almost it's been a very important one. Person looking back uh, on his life, talking to that 22, 23 year old guy oh, back I, then. It's, who, it's not coming back was just a mess but, wow that's good <clears throat> that's really good um anything else <clears throat> it's been fun no because you'll be called a poser by somebody uh, is that still a word poser? oh yeah <laughs> definitely a loser yeah i don't i don't know either yeah Yeah. Yep. And ain't nobody perfect, and we're not even trying to pretend to be. You will be. But I, I don't know if it is. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Definitely a loser. I don't know what the new lingo is these days. A little disconnected from it. Um, but I do. I do appreciate you coming on and sharing all of that with us. That is really, really good advice. Um, gentlemen, take that, mm. apply it to your life, start to live it out. Um, this becoming a man that you want to be. Oh, I know what I remember what I was going to say. Mm. Uh, the, the quote I, from Theodore Roosevelt that I use all the time. Um, his justice among the nations of mankind and the uplifting of humanity will only be brought about by those strong and daring men who love peace, but who love righteousness more than peace. That's the quote I love. Mm -hmm. But at the end he says, that is as dust 
if a man does not commit to a woman and commit to raising children with her. So a president of the United States who was for legislation and righteous laws and for a strong society mm -hmm. said it falls on the back of men who commit to their wives and commit to raising children with joy. He, he's specific about yep. that word joy. Um, and all of that is tied like into it. what you just said, because he's big on work hard. Mm -hmm. He's big on um, most of us are alleged out who you're going to so, obey. I mean, fear God and take your own part <laughs> is all about why a, a nation needs to obey God at every level. That's a book he wrote. Um, wow. That's a see Theodore Roosevelt was a good Christian man. Yeah. Allegedly they say, I think he was, I've read his, I've, I've read his writings and it's pretty, it's pretty evident. Yeah, well, that, that's true. But back to what I was saying, apply it to your lives. Um, and it will help you start to become the man that you desire to be. So until next time, please like, and subscribe, please leave us a five-star review. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you did not enjoy this podcast, Pretend you didn't even listen to it because uh, that will also be helpful to us. And until next time, this is the Man I Want to Be podcast.